This is the NFL Play Football Podcast, and I'm Jeff Fisher of High School Football America. The NFL celebrates youth and high school football year-round through camps, activities, NFL flag, and tackle leagues. The Play Football Initiative provides a fun and engaging experience for players of all ages and skill levels, equipping young people with key life skills that are building blocks to success on and off the field. We are heading to Montana to talk with the Atlanta Falcons, Coach of the Week. No, I do not need a geography lesson. <laughs> I do know that the Falcons are based in Georgia. But the great thing is, as, as we've been telling you here on the uh, Play Football website uh, all along, uh, the Falcons have been one of the leaders when it comes to uh, establishing the sport of girls flag football in the state of Georgia. They've expanded it to Alabama and Montana, and that's why we are in Montana right now to talk with uh, Mark Kessler, the coach of the week at Glacier High School in Montana. Uh, Pilot season has wrapped up, uh, and it was a good one for uh, Coach Kessler and company as they win the uh, the inaugural state championship in overtime. And Coach has taken some time out of his schedule to talk to us about uh, the, the, the growth, the, well, I guess the birth and the growth of girls' flag football in the state of Montana. <laughs> Thanks for taking the time, Coach. Thanks for joining us. Uh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. So, sure, and 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 let's just start with uh, you know my geography lesson. Like I said, I wasn't messed up there with that. But but when you heard the Falcons were coming to the Mon- state of Montana, what went through your mind? You were like, are, are you sure this is right? We're we're far apart there. But what went through your mind when it when you first heard the announcement? Well, I think um, well, first of all, it makes sense to me. Uh, I'm originally from the Bay area in California. Mm -hmm. So you had a lot of, um, opportunities and just promotional type of activities for high school sports through both the Raiders and the 49ers. And up here in Montana, we haven't got a professional football team. Um, I think most people probably follow. It's kind of ironic. It's a little bit of a melting pot, but the Seattle Seahawks. And, um, so when you heard that, uh, Atlanta was, was pushing this and and helping to f- provide this opportunity it just kind of went well it kind of made sense once you you kind of heard more about it mm-hmm. you know i think he's uh their owner you know is has some property here in the state of montana and uh you know anyone that's come they'll be the first to tell you it's a gorgeous beautiful place and uh so it's awesome that he, he stepped forward and promoting uh girls flag football here in the state yeah, Arthur Blank doing a lot to uh, to build up the sport. It's it's now a sanctioned sport here in the state of Georgia, and hopefully you guys will get there as well. Um, read a little bit about you. I know you have a, a big background in football, uh, I think about a quarter of a century, maybe at the high school and, and college ranks and all that. So uh, tell me a little bit about the transition, if you will, from uh, you know tackle football to girls' flag football. What was that like for you, and, and how did they tap you? How did they choose you and say, hey, hey Mark, you're, you're the guy that's going to to be the, 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 the first year coach of this program? <laughs> well, I think, um, well, first off, I, I do have a history of coaching uh, football. I've been coaching tackle football since 1990. So uh, actually 31 years mm-hmm. uh, all the way up to the junior college level. And um, my son was playing, just finished playing for Montana State last year. So they made it all the way to the national championship game. And I just thought it was time, uh, you know, that maybe I just hung that up and, and pursued some other things that maybe I'd missed out on, if you will, uh, with uh, being involved in football. And then that's when I had heard of the flag football opportunity. 
And I thought to myself, you know what? You just can't not do that. That would be absolute awesome. <laughs> so uh, I think I chose them before they chose me. Like, I think it was dragging along as I was like, hey, let's get going. Let's do this. So I was pushing probably in uh, January. And I think by the time, you know, the powers that be and all those fun little channels that you've got to swim through, I think I was named somewhere in um, uh, probably is right before May, maybe April, I guess. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we've hit the ground running ever since. Talking with uh, Mark Kessler, the Atlanta Falcons Coach of the Week. He's based in Montana, won a state championship there, the pilot season of girls flag football in the state of Montana. And uh, I, I guess the obvious question, Coach, would be uh, all those years of tackle and all that. So when you finally put the whistle around your neck to play flag football, how different were you from uh, coaching the guys versus the girls? Was there any change at all in Coach Mark Kessler? Uh, there was a, a tremendous amount of growth. I think, um, I'll be the first to admit, I, I, you know, there's obviously a difference in coaching, uh, male and female athletes. Um, the thing I learned very quickly is that, uh, the girls want to please you. They're, they're going to work hard. Um, they're excellent listeners. So the coaching became very easy. But I also found out that uh, when you coach young ladies and you correct something, which I consider to be coaching, mm -hmm. it's to their soul. So they take it, you know, like <laughs> I've called them a bad name or you know, whatever it might be when, hey, I just want you to be able to break harder on that route. Or, so we had a lot of conversations about that. Um, kind of felt like it wasn't a successful practice if we didn't have someone cry. <laughs> And, uh, but those tears were just, uh, tears of passion and, and totally appreciate, um, you know, just the opportunity of a day-to-day -day basis of working with these young ladies. They, they were just amazing. So there's no crying in baseball, but there is crying in football, or at least girls flag football for the first year. We'll, we'll, we'll change that saying a little bit there, I guess, Coach. Uh, Coach Mark Kessler is on the line from Glacier High School. Uh, the, the pilot season is in the books there. And uh, you had a couple of other schools, uh, Flathead High School and Butte High School. Uh, a couple of fellow coaches up there going at it with you. They were in the running for the, the Coach of the Week. And I, I was just curious about the uh, camaraderie, the tightness. I mean, you guys are pioneers. I know there were pioneers back in the day when Montana was getting itself established and all that. What were the uh, the pioneer coaches like in the first season? How tight were you? You were battling each other, but I'm I'm sure there was a, a lot of shared uh, joy and happiness and some secrets maybe on what was making it successful there. Well, I think um, I think first of all, I think that all the coaches did a fantastic job. I know that uh, Flathead High School, for those that don't know Montana both Glacier and Flathead High School are in the um, Flathead Valley. So we are probably about three miles apart. And uh, Butte High School is about four hours away from us. Ooh. So uh, so for ourselves and Flathead, you know, I think we just shared in, in a common thing in regards to we had some great girls come out, very athletic. And um, I think the Flathead coaching staff did a tremendous job of bringing that team along and, and encouraging and, and supporting those athletes to be as uh, successful as they were. Um, Butte, I know, was um, having a little struggles early, 
just on um, they had a couple coaches that were coaching football and flag football. And I thought that just presented hurdles in itself, just on logistics. But uh, they did a you know stupendous job of bringing those girls along from their first showing to the last showing, definitely. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the the girls that uh, you, you played flathead for the championship, according to the release I have here from the the, the Falcons. Uh, tell me a little bit about some of the girls. Who were some of the leaders? Some of the girls that stepped up. Uh, I would assume some of them had a, at least a background in some sort of playing sports at the high school, right? But uh, how many girls did did you have that were you know really good at the game and knew the game and knew the rules coming in? Some that came out because hey, they thought it'd be cool to play flag foot ball on that and give the the names of the girls that uh, help you help lead you to a big win there in overtime against Flathead in the championship uh when you think about our roster it was first um we had the most girls out for the sport um so there was great uh response and enthusiasm in participating in this uh in this brand new kind of arena if you will and uh so we had started with 45 girls um, we did have some that were doing multiple sports, for example, cross country and uh, flag football. Mm-hmm. And so some made choices to stay with uh, their first sport. So we finished the, the year after a couple injuries with 36 girls. Um, and of them, I think, uh, you know, I could think of our senior leadership from Abby Weber, because uh, I think it was pretty special for a senior to come out to something brand new when, you know, you're kind of at the end of the road there and uh, a lot going on as a senior and, and choosing, Hey, I'm, I'm going to commit to this and, and, you know, give it my best shot. So real proud of our four seniors, Elise August, uh, Sydney Brousseau. And, um, and I always messed this young lady's name up. Her name is Daytona. And for some reason I kept calling her Dakota, but Daytona <laughs> Schumann. <laughs> And I think those four, I just real proud that they were able to come out and, and give us the leadership that they provided throughout the course of the season. Um, when you think about kind of our star players, um, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I always know it's not always about the X's and O's. It's a little more about Jim's and Joe's. And in this case, I guess, uh, what we call it Jill's and Janice or whomever. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You, yeah. you just coined something there. <laughs> and I think our girls were just incredibly good athletes that were very coachable led by uh, Noah Fincher, I think is probably the most, uh, well, most dynamic player in Montana. Um, she's just phenomenal receiver, uh, um, defender. So she's probably top of the list. Uh, we led a quarterback by Kai Johnson, who uh, is a, I believe it was third place in shot put um, last season at state and first time she'd ever even done shot put. Mm. And she could probably throw a ball about 70 yards in the air. Woo. So uh, we, we had some big plays. We started, uh, we had trouble catching early, but once we caught on, so to speak, that's when uh, we started doing some really, really uh, dynamic things on the football field. Um, some other great leaders were Emma Cook at linebacker, Stacia Thomas at linebacker. Um, we had really good defensive back play by Kennedy Gadette, 
as a safety, she would get at least one interception a game. So she was definitely a great leader in, a, in the uh, secondary there. And then our other receiver of Zoe Allen and Carly Allen uh, were great tandem, along with, um, you know, our tight ends, Aubrey Price and, and Emma Cook. So, I mean, we had a lot of young ladies that real excited to uh, have back next year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and that's a that's a good segue there, Coach, because my next question was going to be, uh, you know, uh, a little whisper down the valley. You know, hey, you know what's going over there at Glacier, at Flathead, at Butte? Um, they, what what do you think the future uh, holds here? I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's some others out there chomping at the bit to get involved, but what do you, uh, if you look into your crystal ball, think's going to happen with uh, Girls Flag in, in, um, in the state of Montana? Well, I think the the first, I mean, obviously the, the Falcons have been just the number one supporter and provider for this opportunity. And uh, so I, I think that you'd be foolish not to take advantage of um, what they're offering. And in doing so, I have not met a single female parent, so mother, um, sister, uh, past student, whomever that is not sitting there going, I would have totally played this if they had it when I was there. Mm. And I think with that, you know, we, the three coaches that currently coach here in the state of Montana need to be incredible advocates and get out there and talk to these other schools. This is a, a great opportunity. The only sport to really compete with, I guess, would be volleyball and soccer. But both of those are cut sports. Flag football is an opportunity to have a sport where no one gets cut. Um, you can find a spot for everyone. And uh, it's just another way to get girls connected to the high school and the community by participating in after-school um, athletics or activities. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, to me, it's a no-brainer. I, I think you'd be foolish not to. Yeah, and... Uh, so we, definitely, I think... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no finish. Go ahead. I, I just think it's a great growth opportunity in a state that uh, has some struggles with uh, getting kids connected. So if this allows us to get 30 to 40 more girls connected to the school and and having a friend group and all that, I, I think you can't not have it. Yeah. No, we, we love it. We love the growth of the sport. I, I mentioned at the top the Falcons have been one of the leaders, but uh, many, many, many NFL teams are in the mix. And, of course, with the help of NFL flag and, and Nike, uh, we see nothing but uh, great potential uh, down the road with this. And just so proud to have you as a, as a person on here to, to kind of wax eloquently about the first year. I mean, it, it's neat. There's only one first year, right? You know, <laughs> There's never going to be a, another first year in the state of Montana. And uh, Mark Kessler of Glacier High School, is the the Falcons uh, coach of the week, and uh, y- then you got a taste of the NFL too. I I, I enjoyed reading that story. Uh, it wasn't just you know flag football out there alone, but I, I hear there was a little bit of a journey to Seattle when the when the Falcons uh, came to town early in the NFL season. Tell us a little bit about what that was like, uh, what how it came about, what you guys did, and and the whole experience for you, the staff, and the and the players. Well, I remember talking to Amanda Dinkle from the uh, Falcons. So she's kind of uh, pretty much the, the go-to person in overseeing this venture. And uh, so we had thrown around just some ideas, and she had said that the Seahawks were working to develop flag football in Seattle area high schools. 
And so there, we were trying to throw around the idea of, hey, maybe we could go there and play some Seattle schools, you know, when they were, when they were in town. And so that was kind of the first deal. And then they came back with, you know what, we'd like to take all three teams to Seattle. And we're like, okay, sounds good to me. <laughs> I mean, it was like a, the ultimate, you know, bachelor weekend. And here you're taking uh, 25 of your your teammates down there with you. So it, it was, uh, you know, a lot of bus riding, a lot of time on a bus, but well worth it. I think the girls just enjoyed it. We, they treated us to everything under the sun. We got to see uh, University of Washington versus Stanford. Um, we got to see a walkthrough practice by the Falcons, which was super exciting for me. Um, I've got a young man that's my brother's or my son's friend from back in California that I'd actually coached his first year of youth football. And he made the Falcons as a uh, free agent rookie oh, this year as a linebacker. So uh, Nate Landman. So that was super exciting to be able to see him. He was freaking out as much as I was. What are you doing here? <laughs> That's so cool. And what were the uh, the young ladies like when when some of the players came over? I heard uh, a lot of interaction going on there. That that had to be something. Uh, I think the you know because it's one of those things. I mean, these are it's a Saturday. You know, they're walk through. They've got a game the next day. They've been on the road for two weeks, and uh, you know the the staff from the, the Falcons just went over and asked you know hey can you guys come over and maybe say hi? And I would say that well over half of the team, if not two thirds of them came over, took pictures, signed things, spent time with, I mean, above and beyond. They were just super classy young men with girls that just were looking at idolizing them. And it was, uh, it was really cool. Really cool. That's neat. Well, you've done such a good job on this little chat we're having here, talking to, talking it up and, and girls flag and where it's going. But, you know, I want to want to leave with a, a, a true football question to the guy that's been doing this since 1990 on the tackle side of things and everybody saying, you know, flag is the future of this sport. So uh, ha, are, are you now completely converted? And, and you've already said why you think it's a great thing. But, I mean, uh, do, you, do you see this going much further, uh, meaning you're going to see a lot more boys playing flag in addition to the girls you know maybe some olympic stuff and all that other good stuff where what do you what do you think the upper end of this is as far as flag football is concerned i think for females you know they've never had this opportunity i think any girl that's played kind of flag football they may have done it as like an elementary school student um their next experience would maybe be in high school p.e where the boys would not throw them the ball and didn't include them. And they're like, wow, this is just like the rest of my life. Great. And now you've got this opportunity where not only are they included, they're expected, you know, they have to make the plays. They make the throws, the catches, the flagpoles, and it's hundred percent on them. And it's a sport that offers things that no other sport has ever offered them. You know, yeah. Basketball is a team sport. You know, you got five out there, maybe you got seven on the bench that don't play much. Well, we get girls in and out. They're involved. They are, you know, working together as a team to accomplish one, you know, common goal. I mean, it, I, I just think it brings out the best in its participants more so than any other sport. So as far as its growth, I think it's endless. I think, uh, I think you could see this as a college scholarship opportunity for females moving forward. 
It's already got some NAIA teams that are doing it and offering scholarships. Um, it's a fast-paced, exciting game to watch. The only difference between coaching the two is I don't have to deal with teaching someone how to physically tackle or block. I just got to be able to get them to run, catch, throw. Um, and it's all the fun parts of football without the grind. <laughs> well, Coach, it's been fun to have you on here. I, I can tell by the enthusiasm in your voice that uh, not are, not only are you excited about the future of the sport, but you had a heck of a lot of fun, I think, this year. It's, as you said at the beginning there, you, you, you found some growth in yourself, right? Uh, it, it was something that uh, made you a better coach, right? You, 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 we are always supposed to be learning as human beings, and it sounds like you did a lot of learning this year. So congratulations on that. And, and going away, we'll let you use a little coach speak here. What does it mean to be the uh, the Falcons coach of the week? I know you're going to kind of, you know, push it away. right? That's the coach speak. Oh, it's this, it's that. But but how does it feel to you? Well, I mean, I think quite honestly, you know, coach speak aside, the reality is that, uh, you know, as a, as a football coach, I've always been blessed with the best seat in the house. I get to sit on the sideline and watch kids I've worked with all week go out and compete in a sport and a game that I both love. So uh, as far as a coach of the week, I, I think it's just, again, tipping the hat to the young ladies that I worked with this year and how far they've come. Um, you know, the Atlanta Falcons calls them trailblazers, and I think they blazed one heck of a trail, and I'm just blessed to have come along for the ride. Um, so definitely honored, um, you know, and humbled by that. Uh, you know, it's kind of, Kind of ironic being coach of the week when there was three coaches. It's almost <laughs> like drawing straws. But um, you know, I think again, it's just just tipping the hat to uh, Glacier High School girls flag football team with all that they accomplished and and did in this first year. I'll be honest, I can't wait till the next. Yeah, well, we, we uh, wish you nothing but success. Uh, the the two other schools, nothing but success. Hopefully next year we can do a story that says, you know, there were 20 teams, and then the year after that there's 50 teams, and it just keeps going and going. I know Montana's got less schools than a, than a Georgia does, but uh, <laughs> right. nonetheless, it's, it's about penetration and making sure that as many girls get the opportunity to play this wonderful game as, as is humanly possible. And, and congratulations, uh, and, and I really appreciate you taking the time and doing such a an eloquent job of of, of exposing our listeners out there to uh, what you experienced in year one and what the what the upside of this sport is. So congratulations and uh, thank you for taking the time to coach uh, the young ladies there and uh, best of luck in the future. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks a bunch. Thanks for having me. That's the NFL Play Football podcast. Coaches, don't forget to check out playfootball.nfl.com for some great resources to help you improve in the coaching profession. I'm Jeff Fisher of High School Football America, and you've been listening to the NFL Play Football podcast.